Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Got some good news for you, Grape Nuts fans, both hey, of you. Um, I like that cereal. They're going to be shipping back at full capacity by mid-March. Yes. So your story uh, a few weeks ago was that they had had a shortage for a long time. Didn't know that. It was a shortage, some kind of convoluted, you know. Wait, they had a supply problem. Mm -hmm. In our current world, a supply problem in the retail industry or in the food industry is believable. Yeah. Not enough supply, too much demand. So it'll be back mid-March and to celebrate... They're really going out on a limb here. They're going to give away free grape, nut, grape nuts for a year to 10 people. <laughs> well, that would be fun. Ooh-wee. I love that. You know, I haven't yeah, had that. How about one of state or a, a first hundred people? Whatever. Or it's their, their jam. And yeah. guess what? That, the reason I like grape nuts is not because of the taste, although it tastes good. Uh, it reminds me of when I was a kid. Yes. Right. Absolutely. I, my, like, I, I had Fruit Loops, but I would sneak grape nuts to feel grown up. Grape nuts never entered my house. Are I, you serious? I, I always thought that was just some kind of old people. No, it wasn't cereal. Put some banana in it. No, I, I think they were trying to at the time. It was supposed to be that healthy thing because yeah. right. it was more like granola, whatever. But it's way high in carb. I know that it's way high in carb, and you know by the time you put sugar in it, oh well, oh well. Well, you can go to Grape Nuts and get signed up for the <laughs> ten free ones, and they'll give you a dollar fifty coupon too. Very cool. Uh, Reese's uh, later on this year coming out with organic Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, uh, okay. You, yeah, but that, they're saying that means 95% organically produced ingredients, which means you're getting better ingredients. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And they say it's not going to affect the taste, not mm, going to affect the flavor. And Hershey says that they're going to start rolling out more of their product, more of the Hershey products will be organic and also sugar-free. Nice. I'd love to taste a sugar-free Reese's peanut butter cup we'll just to see, see we'll what see. that still might turns taste to sugar like. in your body. Just shout out. Uh, yeah. Guy Fieri, we all know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. dives. Uh, he's got a couple of his own restaurants nationwide, but now he's rolling out uh, Guy Fieri's Flavor Town Kitchen in about half the states, where it, <gasps> you'll be able it's delivery only. You can't go there, <sighs> but you can order it That's through uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub, and they will bring it to your door wow very cool exciting thank you food dude coming up with murphy sam and jody jody has your first hollywood outsider coming up next though you guys have been bragging about something for years that you you know sort of share your own little club on well i can finally be in the (laughs) club tell you about that next for years you two have always had a certain kind of pen that you like I remember the first time I was working in a room with both of you, Sam lost his pen and lost his mind within the first 10 seconds. And I, then I got to know Murphy, and there's a certain kind of pen that you write wrote with then. Well, so here's the thing. You know right. what I mean? And it can be a number. Of, there are a number of different pens that I have that are like that. Mm-hmm. The problem comes when you lose that pen. Sure. The pen that somebody lends you is never good. I never know. lives it's, up. It's never as good as the pen that it's you have. It's never like, oh, well, I'll use your pen. Whoa, this is awesome. I'll use this one forever. Right. right. And the thing is, the pen that Murphy and I like, now we're, not, the same we're not on the same page right now. Well, this is not usually, this is not my usual favorite pen. Pen, That's it, why you're off. It's usually a five point pen, not seven. Yeah. I used to, you know, so I'm okay. like, I like using the flare pens right now. Yes. Uh, and it changes. I mean, I'll use this, something like this for a couple years and okay. then go back to one of those V5 ballpoint pens. Right. Yeah. Love those things. You know, I write notes and things like that. Yeah, I've gotten um, a few. Yeah. I, um, I never had a pen that really did it for me my whole life. And I didn't understand your obsession. 
And I know that a lot of people have those, like, my kind of pen. That's the best kind of pen. Yeah. I, if you write really well with it and it feels good, it's a feeling. It feels yeah. good in your hand I, and it moves across the paper well. I've always just done the sh- the Sharpie fine points. I love those. Those are good, those too. Those are good, yeah. but, but never made me feel like, oh, wow, mine. Until, Sam, I borrowed one of your flares. Oh. Papermate flares. Yeah. I bought a whole pack of oh, all colors because that's my pen. I have found my pen. It is amazing. Well, I, you know, I have to admit, I was writing with that one the other day, and I did like the way that it feel, but it, it felt. But isn't that a felt tip pen? It I mean, is it's a really, felt, and it's got that's a feeling. The way, that's why you liked the way it felt. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I did. I have found but. my pen. I'm so excited. To have found it, because, you know, I like to write. Even even writing things down helps me remember and clear my thoughts and head and all I that. Keep in mind with the felt tip, though, sometimes when you're writing on those carbonless copies, they don't always transfer through. Oh, I haven't. Okay, I haven't um, had that problem. Just, what What are you writing what, on that's a yeah, carbon copy of anything? <laughs> carbonless. You know, like the one where it's like the three sheets. Like Who you, does that you anymore? And the doctor gives you one and they take the other. Oh, I, I don't guess know some people you... do still use those. You're right. I see what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not going to be time traveling anytime soon, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, Oprah lands the interview that everybody wants. wants and Because she's Oprah, I'll tell you about it next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, maybe you've heard the news, but I want to tell you the deets. You mean besides they, baby number two coming? Oh yeah, baby oh, number two is right. on the way. She's pregnant with their second. Um, they are going to do their first real sit-down interview with the one and only Oprah. Hmm. And this okay. will be the first one since they left the royal family, basically? Exactly. Hence, that's going to be a big block of the interview. Why did you leave? How did Grandma take it? <laughs> you know. And how is it that all of you are still in line for the throne somehow? Yeah. Is that true? Maybe that's a good question. Yeah, it is. Harry, are you really still in line after... Your dad, your brother, and well, then is you. He, is he that? And do you think your dad will make a good king? Well, you know, according to the TV show The Crown, not I'm, not that I'm saying it's a, a documentary. No. Right, it's let's realistic. base it on that. But, you know, if, if you could just leave the royal family, Charles would have done that a long time ago. He really didn't want, remember? Well, when he was a teenager, yeah. Yeah, when he was a teenager, he, he wasn't about that. He, he was Murphy's a, such a sucker for when drama. When he was a teenager in a dramatized uh, TV show. <laughs> well, okay. look, they portray him as quite the tender heart, Sam. So you know. Oh, no. Okay, so l- here's the deal. There, it's going to be called Oprah with Meghan and Harry. She gives Megan first billing there. A CBS primetime special. So look for it March the 7th, which is really CBS? quickly. Wow. CBS? I think Gail has the relationship. That's right. Okay. And everything about their decision to step down, their family, what their life has been like since they left the family. Coming up next. Going to hit up the 24-hour voicemail. 877-310-4MSJ. You know, we love to hear from you. Jump in with us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. And if we we miss you, we're on the other line and we're goofing off, <laughs> leave us a message. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm calling in because you were talking about, one day we were talking about the um, side hustle type thing. Yes. Well, I am a dance teacher, have mm-hmm. been more years than I want to admit. And because of COVID, I'm, um, well, let's say laid off mm-hmm. until my state gets back to a fuller capacity anyway. So right now I can't have my students. So my side hustle is doing bouquets. 
fruit bouquets and diaper bouquets Ooh. or diaper cakes, if you look those up, and bouquets for uh, weddings and things like that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the fruit bouquets, not so much because I'm extremely sticky right now, but <laughs> that's my side hustle. And I want to give a shout out to every single dance teacher out there that's dealing with the whole COVID situation because it's a tough time for all of us. And I just wanted to share some love and just wanted to say thank you, guys. I have a 45-minute commute twice a day and listen to you every single morning. I love listening to you. So take care, everybody. Bye. Uh, Thank Thank you you. for that. And yes, shout out. You know, you don't realize how much other people's lives change because of the world changing because you're not in their shoes. When you make a diaper bouquet... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Do know. you roll those up to look like roses? I think I've seen them. I've been to a few wow. baby showers. That's and talent. I've, I've seen some diaper. I've seen art, it before, and I've seen some of them will. just just rolled up flat, like they come out of the pack, but in they're in these little plastic things that you mount cards in. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they're so they're all just kind of arranged in like a bouquet. I've seen that before. Uh, okay, really? Yeah. When have you seen that? I've never seen that. <laughs> Well, I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw it online. Maybe, <laughs> maybe when I was looking for, you know, Valentine's bouquets or something like that. Oh, no, no, I know what it was. I, I was actually looking for, for bouquets for somebody who passed. And when I did the search, all everything, all it brought up everything from up. flowers to diapers. Yeah, yeah so. wow. So. <laughs> all right, look, thank you. Join I us did. anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. What a major home design guru has to say about painting your brick house. Got some more fun coming later today on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. If you've never subscribed, do it. It's easy. Today would be a great day to start. It would be. Okay, we have a brick house at home. It's mighty, mighty. It is. It's very mighty, mighty. Um, And we have, it's a light colored brick that I really dig. I love the way it looks. Um, And we've never discussed painting it. Although the house we lived in before, Murphy, remember I wanted you to paint it. I'm like, I want this thing to be white and bright and boom. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. For whatever reason, the brick on that house, it needed it. It wasn't, this is more, I don't know. Whatever it was, subtle. this house was built in the 1960s, so the brick is, it doesn't really need to be painted, I don't think. It's subtle, and we like the way it looks. Yeah. And also, I had a friend tell us, he was like, and I, I thought about what he was saying, was Brandon. He was like, well, if you paint brick, then you have to paint, repaint. Yeah. And then if you don't paint it, you never have to paint it. You just have to clean it. Well, I had a friend that said, you know, if you prime the brick properly, then when you paint it, it's a little bit easier to maintain. Yeah. But look, Handy I mean, I've seen, I've seen the the algae and stuff build up on them. You know? Here's the deal. Okay. You know that the gurus of all fixer uppers and houses and are, they're back with a new season, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Fixer Upper 2021. What did you do, Chip? I signed this up for another season of Fixer Upper. Yay. Oh, that's right. I forgot it was coming back. So I wanted to bring this up. What do they say about painting brick? They're the current house gurus. Yeah, along they are. with good bones. I like those girls too. But um Chip and Joanna both agree. They're doing one of their newest episodes is they're redoing this house in Waco for an employee of theirs. He bought it. It's a beautiful brick house. And the first thing he wanted to do was paint the brick white. And they were hesitant. They're like, you know, it's a lot of work and it doesn't, yeah. it's not necessary. And, but they were going to do it because it's what he wanted. Then they cleaned it and it's so pretty. And they're like, look how good it looks. People would pay for this sort of look. And you're going to just cover it up. And they were able to, well, I, I, 
How about I'm not going to give away the end of the episode, but they don't agree with painting brick, even though painting brick has been a major trend for at least 15 years. It makes some houses look better. It's It's some sharp. I think it's like a pow, a boom, like wow, except ours, Murphy, ours is fine. Coming up, if you're working from home and you can't seem to stay focused, are you Mm -hmm. getting in your own way, creating your own distractions? That's coming up. You know, one thing that's beginning to happen with people that work from home, especially, now that that virtual work has become like the big thing, Mm -hmm. um, distraction is a bigger problem than ever. I bet. but But it's not always what you think it is. It's not somebody else creating the distraction for you. It's like self-imposed distractions, which I'm telling you is something that I... Oh, you are the king, Murphy. I I am the worst at that, and I always seem to think that it's something coming from the outside world, but it's not. It's in my head, something that pops up, you know, and all of a sudden, I'm just on a different path. It's jumping to another internet site or just in your head some other Oh, walking from point A to point B. So it's anything. (laughs) When you're working on a virtual screen where you have more than one thing going, you've got email, you've got, you know, you, you may have... Have Slack or some sort of you know chat thing that's going on with your coworkers, and then there they have what do they call the collaborative websites like uh, Rike and all of these other whiteboard websites. Yeah, where I don't know what you're together. talking about there, management well, man. But well, but I mean, but they are. It's how yeah. it's how people who are in different locations of the country work together sure. on one project. So sure. you have a lot of things that are going on at one time. So one of them is distraction and it's usually your own thoughts it's mm-hmm. you're reading something and then you get an idea of something or oh my god i forgot to do this yeah and then so you go into your to-do list and then you see something in your to-do you want to add something new mm-hmm. but then you go into your to-do list and all of a sudden now yeah. you're distracted by the, whatever's in your to-do and list. all of that that you just spoke of murphy is exactly why we're so drained mentally yeah because your brain is not you got all your tabs open at once instead of one thing at a time, which is more peaceful, which is better for your brain and productivity. Absolutely. One thing at a time. One day at a time, one thing at a time. You ever you ever think of this? Like you, you take yourself now and put yourself back in 1957 1980. or oh. even, yeah, even the 80s. No. And go... Look, you do something and like, man, this is really taxing. You don't even know taxing. Well, not just that. I can't do it. I can't stand in line at a bank without going, what should I be doing? What should I be doing here? Oh, I need to be. Let me see if I got a a text. Well, and and so, yeah, you're right. We've conditioned ourselves to that. And what you said about, you know, limiting what you focus on is one of the suggestions. The other thing is when we get sucked into things. We, we, we're trying so hard to do so many tasks at once that we forget, stop and breathe and take a break, go walk or get a glass of water, go do right. something for a second that lets your brain reset for a minute before yeah. you go nuts. There's that I mean? Pomodoro method again. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot. Uh-huh. See, I was just distracted. I forgot to try that. Step parenting. What's the deal? <laughs> I hear, I've never been there, but I hear and yeah. believe it yeah. is the hardest one of the most difficult uh, situations to navigate and daily. When I was a step parent mm-hmm, uh, for one of the marriages, it was a it was a constant tightrope walk. Yes, yeah. Because in that relationship, it was always your kids and my versus my kids. Mm. Uh, not versus, but you know, like the, you you treat yours like better than mine, or mine are more yeah, yours are more important. We were never a cohesive, completely cohesive unit. Now, the reason I bring this up though is, you know, last week I was telling you. 
or earlier this week telling you about spending time in the yeah. car with uh, one of the exes and her husband, yeah. right. who is a stepdad. Right. By, to your uh, child. definition. And because I have, uh, you know, run the gamut of marriages and divorces, I have three stepdads in my life for yes. all of my kids. Yes. And I right. have been, I just want to say, I have been very lucky that all three of these guys are they're not the Disney step parent, you know. Uh, what does that mean? Evil stepmom. <laughs> oh, okay. Disney, of all uh, things, Disney, it's always the evil step. It's true. Something. There's not been a good positive step person in Disney history. <laughs> you know, of all people for Disney, you know. I know they need to get on that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, all three of these guys. It's really good. For I you don't to know say. everything about them, but mm-hmm. in knowing their interactions with my kids, right? They have been great. They have been fair. There are times they have to be. The disciplinarian, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's not you know the evil step parent disciplinarian. We're mm-hmm. going to lock you in the room and you won't see the light of day for right. Or your dad's a no good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to hear your dad's name again. He blah blah blah. Um, no, that's really beautiful. It's for you to know that and mm-hmm. then to just say it to shout out for good step parenting because I do believe it is a slippery slope I would not want to be in that situation I have friends who are in that situation and yeah. they struggle I don't want to be in that situation no, ever again because the kids are the victims I mean the kids are the ones that if, if it's not going well they suffer right yeah. you know so cool for you to say that yeah and Sam. shout out to their moms too because their moms their moms chose well chose well and wouldn't allow it to happen either I don't think oh yeah this feels like good therapy and, today. And, and so you got all this on a on a on long a trip, trip, right? With, with an ex and her husband, huh? Just remember you heard Dude. it today because I will not be nice tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, did you see that Jon Snow is a daddy? Hmm. So there's an heir to them, yeah. the King of the North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Actor Kit Harrington, who is also famously married to his former co-star on Game of Thrones, Rose Leslie. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Well, uh, apparently he knows something. You know yeah. he makes her talk like that sometimes at home. <laughs> is that what you think, Jody? I do. <laughs> okay. Why would you not? That's too fun. Okay, so when Game of Thrones wrapped up and everybody was upset with that a whole final season, which I was not, whatever, um, somebody asked him on the red carpet once, like, this is the most important job you've ever had and, and you're about to wrap it up. And he came back with, um, hopefully it's not the most important job I ever have. I hope to be a father one day. Good answer, Kit. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had a baby boy. Mm. So, right. Someone that is for, a rightful heir to the kingdom. The, for the throne. Um, and they were spotted walking around London. She had one of those carriers on like the baby's kind of strapped to her chest yeah. Yeah. you're not looking at him he doesn't look like a targaryen but trying to hide him from the white walkers <laughs> yes they're gonna have a lifetime of game of thrones jokes there you I know i can't that? help it i can't help it either and you know what honestly i'm just glad they're together still because when they got married yeah. remember not yeah. long after they got married he went into rehab yeah right away just like keith urban did right after getting married and um they made it well they've made it this far and they have a baby boy coming up next your advice for Sam on step parenting the right way from our Facebook and Instagram. We love hearing from you. You know it. Keep it coming on Facebook or Instagram. You can also jump in 877-310-4MSJ. Social media connect. All right. Online, Sam, this is blowing up. You were shouting out praises to your ex-wives, new husbands. Also known as stepdads. You're the stepdads <laughs> in your life. There are three. I have a trio. You do. And you were just saying that step parenting is slippery slope, but... They're okay. 
They're good. <laughs> know that you're you were saying they're good. Yeah, they're nice you guys. Recognize the blessing in that. I think mm-hmm. that's really good. You're lucky for that. Um, so we asked on our Facebook page, you know, what rules do you go by? Step parenting needs to be collaborative, not a competition. Um, Tracy says communication, and we never talk bad about my daughter's father around or where it can get back to her. Shout out for that. Yeah. Um, Hannah. This is from Facebook. We speak almost every day regarding our daughter and her school day. Wow. Depending on the severity of the situation, we attempt to agree on disciplinary disciplinary action should one arise that is the same and constant in both households. We also agreed. Oh, this is good. We also agreed from the start, birthday parties will be thrown by all of us as one party as we are still a family, just in a different way. Oh, Wow. I love that. That's good because not everybody's in a situation where that can happen. You know what I mean? It depends on yeah, the level well, of the ability for everybody to blend. To get Plus, together. some kids yeah. like having two birthdays and two Christmases. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but that's when it can become competition-y, right? Yeah. And you don't yeah. really want that, right? Unless you win all the time. Um, Jennifer says, being open and amicable is key. We do what is in the best interest of our child 100% of the time. Sometimes that means we have to do things we aren't in total agreement about, but we give each other some slack. Yeah. Uh, Just because paperwork says so doesn't mean it will work every time. Divorce papers. Many legal paperwork. Oh, see, I didn't know what you meant. I do. I've never (laughs) co-parented like that. Sam has signed a few of those. Yeah, buddy. We have friends, um, the parents of Phoebe's friends, the twins, and their parents, mom and dad, live in the same neighborhood. And they did that, from what I understand, so that... They can keep an eye on each other. No. (laughs) (laughs) For ease of getting the kids to giving them stability and getting them back and forth. So that it's not a long travel All right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And they do co-parent very well. And they do. Keep it coming. We love to hear from you on Facebook and Instagram. things you need to know today. Number one, this brutal winter weather across the country expected to continue some more this week. At least 20 people have died Hmm. because of snow, ice, or power outages. Um, Other problems, some COVID vaccines in certain parts of the country need to be given before they expire. And yes, it's cold, but you can't leave the COVID vaccines out in the cold. It's not cold Uh. enough. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, also, the U.S. Postal Service has suspended service in some places of the country in the South because even though the, their motto is that no matter what, sleet, snow, you rain, get, they, yeah, it's some places you just can't get to. It's right stopped now. for now. Number two, a special investigation will be launched into the Capitol riot that happened on January sixth. Congress is looking to create a nine eleven style commission mm-hmm. to take a deep hard look at what happened uh the day the uh capital was attacked and they're saying to use an outside panel for it 100 percent yeah uh so that they can figure out if there's need for more funding uh or for different se- security for security funding exactly and number three uh mcdonald's they've got some new stuff to tell everybody not just the chicken sandwiches you told us about sam not but the shamrock they're shake bringing back the orange drink they got uh, rid of it a few years oh. ago, and they just got tired of everybody nagging them. I want orange drink. Please well, give it. good stuff. There yeah. was a change.org position, uh, uh, petition rather to bring it back nationwide. You can get orange drink at McDonald's by June. Three things to know today. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, and if that uh, Britney Spears documentary on Hulu just wasn't enough for you, mm. good news. 
Sam's Music News. The After the Show podcast, if you didn't catch it yesterday, was about uh, Britney Spears and framing Britney Spears. Yeah. And one of the things we mentioned uh, that supposedly Britney wants to make her own documentary to set the record straight. Yeah. I like that for but her. There's also another one in the works to muddy things Bye. up. And Netflix. They want to make theirs. Okay. It's already and apparently it was already in the works before the Brit- the current one hit. Who New York Times one? Yeah. Uh, the guy that is making it is a guy who specializes in true crime documentaries. Okay, so it really you know be what? A Lulu. If you specialize in documentaries, then bring it because I love a. I would watch a good documentary about almost anything. Mm-hmm. Really. So if he specializes, especially if he specializes in true crime documentaries, is it going to be like a really serious one? <laughs> it was then that K Fed, you know, okay. then, <laughs> turned against Britney and wanted ten thousand a month. Right. <laughs> uh, no word on when this is going to come out, but it is already in the works. Taylor Swift is going to be uh, eligible for Grammys for the re-recording of Yay. her Fearless album. Now, you know, Love Story is the song she released. Here's the original Love Story. We know it. All right, now here's the re-recorded love story. Notice the difference. I don't hear any difference. She's a little older. Yeah. yeah. A little, little not different, 31 now. But because uh, the, the album was eight years ago and she re-recorded it, she can't win an award for songwriting, but she can win an award for performance. Okay. So she's performing okay. her own song from eight years ago yeah. or whatever, so she can win it. Now, the new song, there it's 26 songs and six never-before-released songs. Those new songs can be up for songwriter credits. Shout that out. Makes sense. Yeah, the, the day Grammys. that came out uh, several days ago, Phoebe, our Phoebe at home was like, Taylor Swift re-released this and there's new music. Yeah. Oh, by the way, April 9th is Flipping when that's out. coming out. She, okay. she put some kind of cryptic message to all the Always. fans caught it April Always. 9th and Aretha Franklin you know we have the uh, genius Aretha the eight-part series coming soon oh I, I know about the movie this with is, J-Hud yeah this is the one with Cynthia Erivo oh March 21st it's coming well now the family has stepped up and said no nope, we don't we don't agree with it after it's all in the can and ready really? to go. Yeah, what? this is the National Geographic Are they going to stop it, though? They haven't said they're going to file suit, but uh, they're saying if you're a true fan, do not support it. It was pushed through without our consent. I still want to oh. see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cynthia Revo, it's going to be good. It is going to be great. March 21st. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider at 825. Uh, coming up next, though, one of Murphy's favorite companies ever, AAA, what they have to say <laughs> mm-hmm. about uh, what not to do if you find yourself driving on ice so look coming up what to do which is not what you maybe would think if you've you end up driving on ice or in icy conditions if it's not something you're used to but you find yourself this winter there what AAA has to say about it before we get to what they say though (laughs) sam the other day i'm riding in the car with murphy we're in his batmobile and it's icy conditions and i'm very nervous anyway as a passenger Oh, God. On ice. I can imagine. Oh, my God. I am so sorry, Murphy. Yeah, I know. It was a little intense, but, you know, I I made it home. It was actually more dangerous than the ice itself. (laughs) True. I didn't say anything. And you don't even live, what, two miles from here? Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I didn't even say anything because, guess what? He did the one thing I didn't want him to do the whole way home. Drive with his knees? He was on the phone. Oh. Oh. Two different phone calls all about work. Oh. Well, and I'm like, they you were, are it, really going to drive me what you call your precious cargo. You, you said are, that. You are my precious cargo. And then you said, hold on, I'm going to call Austin real quick. And we're he, pulling out. He's on the phone. And then he gets off the phone. I'm like, okay, good. We're halfway home. Another phone call. And he takes it. Yeah. 
That's not recommended by AAA, Mr. Safety. I, I understand that. I was handling emergency conversations. <laughs> anyway, and he hangs up as soon as we pull into our driveway. Anyhow. See, okay. we're home. So with a lot of pileups because of people hitting ice before they realize that they're on ice and they don't know how to drive in ice. You see that crazy one in, D- in Dallas? Oh, the Fort Worth one was yeah. 133, yeah. 133 cars. I couldn't watch the video anymore. Yeah. It was so sad. Um, bef- you know, if you start skidding on ice, you're supposed to look and steer toward the direction you want to go, not the opposite. Okay, so know that. This is according to AAA. Why are you looking at me funny? You're supposed to steer into the turn, aren't you? Yes. I learned that the... in the movie Cars. <laughs> yeah, did you? Okay. Yeah, Lightning McQueen, the old guy. Told well, whatever. Well, so steering into the turn, I don't guess I don't really know what that Towards means. Towards the direction you want to go. If you're trying to go uh, away from the ice, and you're uh, more ice, and you're on it, go where steer where you want to go, not away from where you want to go. This is according to AAA. Yeah, this is where I should stay home. <laughs> yeah. like and it. not be on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. A little bit more about that royal interview that will happen where Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are going to sit down for a 90-minute tell-all interview with Miss Oprah. With American royalty. The only one. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Okay, so it'll be it'll be a primetime special on CBS, and I'm thinking that's... Hmm. That's Gail and Oprah working together. Mm-hmm. Like Gail's the bestie, and it's like, can you let's do it on my network? Okay. Here's how this has happened, though, because everybody wants to interview them both together, and they're supposed to cover everything from their marriage, parenthood, and the big one, the big royal exit. Yeah. How did Oprah land this? You want to know how? Yes. Years for years, she's been friendly with them. She was a guest at their wedding in 2018. Oh. Remember that? And guess well, that what? opens doors, doesn't it? And now that they live in America, guess who's their neighbor? <laughs> Oprah is their neighbor. So Just don't oh. bring Stedman over. They are so comfortable together. Look for it on CBS primetime interview, March the 7th. Got a question, Murphy and Jody, about your kids. Okay, uh, Sam. see if my kids are the only weirdos that do this. Oh, well, I'm not going to call my kids weirdos, actually, regardless. it's just Jackson and Parker. Okay. Um, they push their sheets down under <laughs> the comfort. They sleep with the comforter on. Yes, okay. and the top they, flat sheet. No. They sleep on top of a flat sheet? No, they push the flat sheet all the way down to the end of the bed. With oh, I feel feet. you. You know, so the only thing they use is the comforter. They sleep on top of a fitted sheet, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good, good. One and, of our, and it's like, <laughs> one of why? our kids does that, and I don't understand it either. But she doesn't care for the for the top sheet, the fitted sheet. Yeah, and when I say make your beds, they make the bed with the comforter and leave the fitted the, the flat sheet like still crumpled up at the end of the bed. Well, know. that's how they're going to sleep anyway. <laughs> what I know, so take it off the bed. So therefore. It, it just, that's I don't know. not right to me, though. Well, to each his a own. A bed is a fitted sheet, a flat sheet, and whatever on top. Phoebes is the one yeah. who pushes her flat sheet down. She's not about it. Um, but I think that all happened because <laughs> I bought her one time the most comfortable comforter of all time, and she loves it. And I agree. I got under that thing once, and she was like, see, get rid of the sheet and just put this on your body. And it's like, oh, 
Mm-hmm. Felt great. Yeah. And so with that, she's just not about the sheet. Well, it, personal. I mean, yeah, I guess it is a personal thing. You know, this is one of those things you you grow up with the fitted sheet on the bottom, the sheet on top, the comforter blanket, whatever else yeah. is there. And you don't, but you don't think about it. But what makes that right or wrong? You right. know what I mean? It's, it's not wrong. It's it's what you grow up with is what you're, and it's what you're used to. Yeah. Whatever you're I used to. I just don't to. want to take the flat sheet off because I feel like I'm cheating them if they want it at some point. You're not yeah. cheating them if they don't like it. Now, Maddie, on the other hand, Maddie sleeps on top of everything. She has like a, a this thin little fleece blanket. Yes. She doesn't get under the comforter. She doesn't get, and it's and it's one of these wow so comfortable UGG comforters. Mm. Oh wow! So she doesn't get under that or Why? the sheet. She just lays on top with the blanket. I don't know. That's what she does. Right. Whatever is your normal. Like whatever. And, and she will probably always do that. You know, whatever you grow up with is your becomes your yeah. normal. I mean, sometimes I like to sleep on top of the covers with my magic sleeping blanket yeah, on top of me. That's it. what I call it. And that's what's called. That's a nap. But when you're going uh, in for the night, you go in. That's a long nap. Magic <laughs> sleeping blanket. Yeah, it really works. Every time I put it on top of me, I'm out for hours. <laughs> Here, one of the uh, newest dating terms is Fauciing. Oh yeah, Fauciing. Which oh, really? I named I, after Doctor Fauci. Yeah, but what? So I'd be what down is, with it if I was single. I'd be Fauciing. What? What is? <laughs> what constitutes Fauciing? Well, I will tell you. Plenty of fish is one of, is the uh, dating website that came up with it. Uh-huh. Uh, and Funny it's man. like if you cut somebody off, you don't want to date them anymore. Uh, for not because they don't take social distancing measures seriously enough. Oh, they don't want to wear a mask yeah. and all that. They want to stay six feet away when you're dating. So Fauciing is then a negative term, not a positive term. Fal- I thought, okay, Fauciing means somebody who doesn't believe that, you know, this can be transmitted easily so that they're not taking any precautions. Well, yeah, somebody that's not taking the, the, right, the so social, yeah, I'm, no we're not going to date because I'm, right. I'm going to Fauci I'd be Fauciing. Wouldn't yeah. you be Fauciing if you were single? Oh, yeah. You need absolutely. somebody who oh, understands yeah. no, I would think during science. The, that would be the first thing you would want to know. Yeah, right. right. Dr. Fauci just laughed when they explained it to him. Yeah, he is so, yeah. You know he loves this. Mm -hmm. He's like, he goes to bed at night going, I wonder what I'm going to come up with tomorrow. 